So what are we calling this? Are we calling this shit my Tim says? <laughs> <laughs> no, this is Funny Books Unlimited. Funny Books Unlimited. I love the I love the name. I don't care. <laughs> I thought you dug it too when I first threw it out there. So. Yeah, I don't mind it. We'll go for it. So here's here's my question. We'll call it FBU. <laughs> there you go. Um, I uh, I said we weren't going to edit it because I'm not going to fucking edit it, and I don't want anybody else to waste any time if I'm not willing to do anything. Okay. But I was just thinking we should probably have some some new fucking music in the front of it, right? Yeah, I gotta find something. I, I'm gonna go online, pick some song, find some like, because I know there are like podcast free tunes. That's where we got the Knights of Rainsboro music. Yeah, the the uh, Pod Safe Audio whatever the hell it's called yeah so I mean check that site out and if you find any songs you like let me know okay so I want I want to do I want to do one segment that's kind of like a, a staple okay kind of like throwing it like have you ever heard the Bearsworn podcast at all um you know the sad thing is the only time I really heard it was when they were traveling Every 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 time at the end they have the the mobile or street shoutouts like from Cash Cab. Okay. And I don't want to do that. But I was thinking we could have this 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 thing at the end called Ragey Red Rant. The Ragey Red Rant. Okay. Yeah. Where one of us could rant, and I have one for the today, but I think that looks good. Yeah, that works. Look at that organized and shit. Not bad, considering I had no fucking clue uh, about a <laughs> half hour ago. So. Yeah, hey, look at that. We're almost well, I organized. Little, I had a little bit of a clue. Hey, you want to hear some crazy shit? What's up? Jonathan Landreth is on Skype right now. Yeah? Supposedly recording a new episode of Cardboard Crack. Shut the front door. Shut the front door. Yes, the front door is shut. Nice. <laughs> I thought he was on because you invited him. No, because I was I was just gonna pull a last minute invite like he pulls with us. Yeah. I was gonna say, hey, get the fuck on. Conferencing you in. But uh, he's like, hey, I'm gonna record an episode with John Anderson. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I suppose you know you you have a prior engagement with him. That's that's cool. Yeah. Hey, you know. Alrighty. So, how do you want to do this? Do you want to be the intro guy, or you want me to be the intro guy? I will let you be the intro guy. You want me to be the intro guy? Yes. Okay, that doesn't mean I'm necessarily quote unquote the host. No, I just, it's co-hosting. Yeah, this fucker's coming off the rails. <laughs> uh, fuck, am I tired? You know, doing this after I go to the gym probably not the smartest move. If I want to have some fucking energy. <laughs> you need to record it from the gym. No, 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 <laughs> no, because it's kind of funny. Me, li- I listen to funny books on the treadmill, so I'm starting to really hate us. <laughs> kind of funny. It's like listening um, to funny books reminds me of exercise. Listening to funny books means I gotta get, oh, I gotta do another fucking half hour. Son of a bitch. Um, yeah, so I was laying on the couch. I'm like, if I'm asleep, if I'm asleep at like 7.51, just kick me. Because <laughs> <laughs> podcast. Yeah. I'm like, high energy. Alright. Are you ready? Let's do it. Alright, give me a sec to figure out how I'm going to do this.
and Paul. So, call it, we're calling it Funny Books Unlimited because we're unlimited and unbound and unchained by the burdens that are this week's comic books. And we talk about damn near anything, which means we don't really have much to talk about usually, but we're going to try to bring the noise regardless. Oh, I'll tell you what, Paul. This this week's been rough. It's it's like day four into the work week, and I, I felt like it's day. I feel like it's day ten, man. <laughs> this week has been freaking horrible. I gotta tell you, you know, it's uh, it, I was driving home today. I'm like, God damn, you know, I just want to go home and I want to go to sleep. And then I felt even worse because I'm like, oh, God, I've got to record with Tim tonight, too. What the fuck? This week sucks. <laughs> <It's an ass. laughs> I hate that guy. I can't even talk about comics because Aaron will castrate us. Yeah, no, there's no comic books and funny books unlimited. Yeah. But, but you know, I'm, I'm recording from my new office, right? The man and have, cave have, have I, yeah, Man Cave Part 2. It even has a little sign that says Man Cave in it. My sister got it for me for Christmas. And so <laughs> so I walk into my office, and, you know, I don't have a desktop. I only have a laptop at home. So, you know, I sit on the couch with my laptop, and then I bring it back to my office when I'm recording and shit like that. And so I'm looking at my desk, and there's all these little white specks all over it. I'm like, what the hell is this shit? Well, it took me all the two seconds to realize, well, my new office is... Uh, my, my computer desk and my DVDs and my comic collection share the room with the fucking cat boxes. Mm. Yes, so the cats poop and then jump on top of my desk and drag their litter all over my desk. Fantastic. Yeah, it's freaking lovely. It's 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 a horrifying experience, and you know it smells like litter in here too. So, <laughs> so th- th- this is what I will think of when I think of funny books unlimited. <laughs> the cattler. You think you're gonna think of the shedder. That's that's fantastic. <laughs> oh, so let me let me tell you the, the first the first thing that, that was on my mind when I when I were we were talking about podcasting tonight. I uh, <laughs> I was up in my my hometown, and um, my mother-in-law, God bless her heart, still gets a real newspaper. And uh, I, there was a there was a whole little section in the sat in the, the Saturday newspaper for for letters to Santa, and I could not stop laughing. So here's the setup, Paul. Okay. Okay. You're Santa Claus, but let me give you your motivation. Okay. It's been three months since you've touched Mrs. Claus. You're just about ready to to you go bust a holiday nut finally after after Christmas Day, and she. You, she uh, tells you to piss off because she catch she caught you getting head one night from one of the elves. Okay. Okay. So you're not just happy jolly old fat Saint Nick. You're pissed off blue ball Saint Nick. Okay. <laughs> it's a blue Christmas. It's a fucking blue <laughs> Christmas, right? All right, go ahead. So I'm gonna read you a couple of these, and you're gonna tell me what you're getting this kid for Christmas. And we'll do we'll do we'll do four of these guys. <clears throat> All right. Dear Santa. I want a big garbage truck and a dinosaur that roars and walks. And I want a fake elephant and giraffe for Christmas that blows bubbles sometimes so I can pop them. And I want more toys for Christmas too, okay? Thank you, Santa. Love, Caleb H3. (laughs) 
I'm going to drop some trash on his living room floor. I'm going to say, pick it up yourself. Then you'll be the garbage truck. <laughs> Done. Yeah, As for the rest of the shit, don't bother me. One gift this Christmas. <laughs> don't be greedy. <laughs> well, there's going to be a greedy trend here, trust me. Um... <laughs> uh... Dear Santa... Thank you for everything you brought me last year. I've been a good girl this year, too. Could you could you bring me a pillow pet and a video Barbie for Christmas this year? I would also like Taylor Swift's new CD and the movie Tangled in 3D, a Nintendo DSi, and Fireball earrings. I will leave cookies and milk out for you and some carrots for your reindeer. I love you, Santa. Carly. No age given. Christ on a bike. <laughs> I just eat the milk and cookies and run. She gets nothing. There's too much shit to choose from from that from that list, <laughs> and that's you know it's like when I look at my list of shit to do at home, at, in the North Pole, and Mrs. Claus leaves me a list a honeydew list, and there's too much shit on it. I just get overwhelmed and don't do any of it. So Carly, overkill, too bad, so sad. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Thanks for the cookies and milk. Love Santa. <laughs> Alright, let's find another good one here. Oh, here's here's a good one. Christmas is coming and I'm look for I'm looking forward to your visit. This year I would like many things for Christmas. First of all, DSI with all the games. As well as I would like a doll. A lot. As well as a pair of shoes, finally a dress. I've been a good girl, so I think I deserve these presents. Three good things I have done are I took my I took care of my cats for my mom. Homework a lot and cleaned. When you come down the chimney, please look in the kitchen. I am going to leave cookies and hot chocolate on the table for you to have. Thank you, Santa. I am so excited. Josephine, no age given. Hmm. I don't know. This kid seems like a nice kid and seems like she did some responsible shit. So, I'll give her a DSI. A broken one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> with, <laughs> with a PSP game that she can't play on it. <laughs> a potato sack and some wood sneakers. A, a French PSP game. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>, exactly. <laughs> uh, okay, I saved the best one for last, by the way, Santa. You ready for it? I'm ready for it. Ho, ho, ho. All I want is an iPad, iPhone, laptop, Santa girl costume, light-up blanket design native hoop dancer, Walmart gift card, $1,000 on it, my own hotel, Hannah Montana, three tickets, Bubble chair, choo choo brain, DQ blizzard maker, dog poodle, whole set of Zuzi pet, and go to the spirit world and tell my grandma to be safe. Brianna, no age given. I like how she saved her dead grandma for last, by the way. Yeah. Well, you know, if she, if I was a really angry Santa, I would let her see her grandmother in the spirit world. <laughs> You'd put her in the DQ blizzard. Maker. Yeah, exactly. She would become a DQ blizzard. <laughs> Oh. Uh, but you know what? I'll just drop off a DQ Blizzard and be done with it. I'm like, you know, just ask your cheap ass parents to buy you a DQ Blizzard when you want not, one. Not, not the Blizzard Maker, an actual three dollar Blizzard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. With a little note, tell your ch- your parents to stop being cheap asses and just buy you a fucking Blizzard when you want one. <laughs> it's a chocolate Blizzard, and the dog ate half of it. And now he's gonna have to go to the vet on Christmas Day. Congratulations! I hope you're happy. Merry Christmas! Ho ho ho! Goodwill to all. So, you know, this letters from Santa thing, you, you mentioned it the other, or letters to Santa thing the other day. 
it, it kind of sparked uh, an, an epiphany, if you will, in my head as to something new, a new feature that we could bring to Ideology of Madness. And I want to get not only your opinion, but the opinion of our listeners. All three of them that comment? Yeah, all three of them that comment. Okay. So right. Sardell, William Paul, and... Uh, I don't know. Aaron. Jim, <laughs> Aaron Jim Brown. Yeah, Jim Brown. Uh, let us know what you think. So I think we need a new column on ideology of madness. And instead of letters to Santa, remember how we used to have that one geek to another thing that no one read? <laughs> yep. <laughs> you know, it, it was like a, a geek advice column, right? Mm-hmm. So instead of letters to Santa, we could have letters to Satan. Where people can write and ask Satan for advice, and then Satan can respond accordingly. It'll, it'll be the feel-good hit of the summer. I think we should do it. That's a feel-good. <laughs> In a world when letters are unread, <laughs> one man or fallen angel. One dark lord of Denny's wants to hear from you. <laughs> Letters to Satan, starring Tom Hanks. <laughs> no, Nicholas Cage, because this movie's going straight to hell. That's true. Nicholas Cage. Straight to fucking hell. <laughs> My favorite. Speaking of Nicholas Cage, and I'm getting, I'm rambling, probably because we're so bloody tired. You know, I was listening to an old episode of. Knights of Rainsboro. I guess they're all old episodes. Um, uh, not I talk about that. <laughs> but I was listening to like episode three or four of uh, Knights of Rainsboro, where Jonathan's like, "My priest is Italian because there's no way Nicolas Cage can play an Italian." Right. And then, like, you know, while we're recording, it didn't occur to me. But while I'm listening to the episode, I'm like, Nicolas Cage is Italian. His last name is Coppola. <laughs> exactly. Like, it didn't occur to me until, like, two months later that, hey, that doesn't make any sense. These are why we record these conversations. Not so anybody else can listen to them, but so that we we can realize after the fact how awesome we could have been had we been a little more clever. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You know, this is part two of a conversation we had five months ago. Ha! (laughs) Now it all makes sense. This, This is the only way I can have the last word on this Clone Saga shit. <laughs> We're like Lost. We're like the TV show Lost. It doesn't make sense until you get all the way to the end. No, it's probably not going to make sense on either. But that's a good point. So, Literature Satan is that a yay or a nay? Uh, I'm okay with it as long as we have rotating Satans. Yeah, we need rotating Satans. There, there can't be oh, <laughs> there can't be just one Satan. And uh, you know, it'd be more like on on Saturday we'll take a vote and who's ever in the worst mood can do letters letters to Satan that week. I dig it. And you know what? Maybe we'll get more than three comments on that article. <laughs> I hope so. There's been a whole lot of comments on the uh, the Iron Tyrants thing. Yeah, look at that. Maybe we need to write more about gaming. Because there maybe are no other just, sides. Maybe we should game first. And then we can write. <laughs> maybe you should play a game before you write about gaming. Yeah, apparently I need to go buy some dice or some shit before we start playing Knights of Rainsboro. Man, eh, fuck that. I'm going to tell Aaron to roll all my stuff. Yeah, just roll it and send me a picture to my cell phone. Yeah, we're all we're all dirty hippie gaming. You just, you do all the math. I'll tell yeah. you what I'm trying to do. Why don't you just tell me a story 
and then ask me for the next line. I don't want a game. I just walk into it. Into <laughs> how it goes. There's there's some games that are sort of like that. Um, not that I can speak to authority. But one that you might want to Google sometime is called, called Primetime Adventures. Okay. Where instead of playing like superheroes, you guys are all directors, and you're working on a TV show. And you can be a character on that TV show, basically. Like, the DM, like, Aaron would be the director, and you're, like, Spike from Buffy or whatever. And that that's sort of how it works out. So you, 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 you play off stuff like fan mail and screen presence and all that stuff. That sounds a little more up your alley than rolling to hit and doing damage and all that stuff. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, I've got to learn. I've got to learn this shit. If I'm going to fear the con in two months... Eight weeks... Jesus Christ! Really? Eight eight fucking weeks. You're gonna have. You're gonna. You're gonna be. Uh, you're gonna be having a mudslide with me. Yeah, I haven't booked anything. I need to book all my shit. Well, yes, you do because you're not booking for anybody else. You're booking for yourself. Exactly. I'm gonna book my own room. <laughs> and and that's that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put two beds in my room just for the fuck of it. <laughs> one for you and one for the mackerel that I'm gonna put in your bed. <laughs> exactly. For the horse head. Uh, so I was doing I was doing some uh, some googling, trying to figure out what we were going to talk about, and I wanted to talk about something ridiculous. So I was looking up ridiculous stuff, and I came across this thing called carbon shiting. And, it's not, and then that's not a clever way of me saying shitting. <laughs> um, it's it's actually some kind of variation of French or. Netherlands, so it's basic not French, German, basically. And so what this is, and this is by far the most ridiculous thing I've, I've ever heard. So apparently Dutch people, in the winter, when they get bored, will do this thing called car- carbage steining, whatever. Okay. Which translates into carbide shooting. So what these what these crazy bastards do is they'll take these these metal milk cans and they'll fill them with explosive material and light it and so the top of the metal cap comes flying the hell off, okay? And this is what these people do when they're bored in, in, in the Netherlands in winter. And so I was watching these people shoot these things off and I'm just like, how how is this the first I've ever heard of this? It's, it's just ridiculous. And so the reason I, I found it is because I, I was doing the uh, Darwin Award search, which we'll get to later. But I'm like somebody died because they were messing around with one of these. Okay, so I'm watching this video on YouTube, uh-huh. and, and this freaking guy, he he lights like a broom on fire, and then he right. walks and lights a stream of these like they're fucking fireworks. Yeah, this is basically their version of cheap fireworks because you you basically need water and like this lime kind of it's called carbide, but it's basically this this lime sulfite type of thing and a firecracker. It's basically how you do this. So it's like a potato gun, only a little bit more sketchy, which is hard to say. But <laughs> a potato gun is a little bit better safer of a, of a device than a. Uh, a metal uh, milk carton. So, so that got me to thinking: what other crazy crap do other do other friggin' cultures do that I have not heard of? Well, this was pretty unique. 
And I don't understand the point. Like, like, is it like a phenomenon? Like a lot of people do this? Or is it just like rednecks? Like A, a lot of people do this. This is kind of a, a Dutch New Year thing. But they do it all over the all during the winter, so it might just be a whole bunch of Dutch rednecks, like reenacting wars and shit. I don't I don't understand either. But you would think you wouldn't want to get hit with a metal uh, a metal cover going ninety miles an hour. Well, I don't. Do they fire them at each other? They're not supposed to, but you <laughs> you, you have to imagine this happens, right? You 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 know. Uh, Carbide carbides at you know thirty yards, which seems a fair fair distance. You're not going to get hit from thirty yards unless somebody really amps one up. I gotta imagine they do this, like the Hatfields and McCoys of the Dutch. <laughs> they roll out like a wheelbarrow with their carbide, thirty faces, turn it around, light a broom on fire, and then light it. Oh my God, that's the yeah. We need to we need to have a, a duel at Fear the Con with carbide shooting. <laughs> what do you roll for that one? Uh, you roll a flaming broom is what you roll up in. <laughs> I get hit with a flaming metal milk carton cylinder. That just looks awful. It's and, and I, it's hard to get more dangerous than fireworks in general. Well, they found a way, apparently. They found a way. Those Dutch, those wacky Dutch. I I can't believe this isn't something they do in Japan, to be honest. Because <laughs> this, this would sound like it. Well, like, so have you ever been hit with anything fired from any object? Like, have you ever been hit by a paintball or a BB or anything like that? You know, the worst thing I've been hit with is a, is a bottle rocket. But... <laughs> That, that was kind of a thing where I you know I, I slapped it away before it would pop or whatever but, but no nothing major I don't think I've ever been hit with anything or shot with anything in my life I don't think I've been hit with a a BB or a paintball or a carbide I, I really don't think I have or a bullet obviously I haven't been shot a carbide or a carbide shit'em. <laughs> you know, we're going to link it in the show notes since we're probably pronouncing it wrong. Car- garbage shanking. Whatever. I'm, I, I am neither Dutch, nor did I prescribe to knowing Dutch. Or German, for that matter. <laughs> if, if you're Dutch and, and my pronunciation has offended you, Maybe you should put a note on the show notes to, to <laughs> pronounce it for all of us stupid Americanas. Ah, <laughs> uh, Tim, making us look bad. That's all right. I, after the after the NAACP blast, I figure it's gonna. <laughs> I gotta I gotta up the ante so somebody gets mad. Yeah, someone. We are gonna piss someone off eventually. My my goal is to make more work for both David and Aaron. <laughs> Who's David? That's 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 the uh, the that's the spooky outhouse guy. Oh, that, that houses the yeah. Yeah, I want to see I want to see cease and desist letter two. Only it's not because we took somebody else's content and put it on the website. It's because I'm blaspheming somebody. So I found out. You know, I actually did a little research. 
Now, what Tim's referring to is way back when we first started Ideology of Badness, we put up a very negative review of the movie script for G.I. Joe. And we got a cease and desist letter from Paramount because this script went all over the place. Like, our article was all over the place. Like, I mean, thousands upon thousands of hits on this one article about G.I. Joe. And, you know, that we got quoted everywhere. It was pretty It was pretty sweet. It was like, ooh, we, we hit the big time within our first month. And, um, <laughs> and so, you know, then we got this cease and desist letter from Paramount that's like, take that shit down immediately, or, you know, we will do further legal action. And so we took it down, and then I realized that it wasn't the fact that we gave them a bad article. It's that we quoted three words from the script verbatim. We put them in quotation marks. We quoted the script, and because we did that, they gave us a cease and desist letter. Had we not quoted the script, we probably would not have gotten that cease and desist letter. Wow. How would you like to be the guy at Paramount who searches the internet for quotation marks? <clears throat> yeah. Hmm. Is that from the script? What page is it on? Yep. Send the letter. Yeah, no joke. I mean, and it was within two days. I mean, I'm sure they have people who are like, oh, who cruise the G.I. Joe websites and find out when people, you know, post spoilers and shit like that. But you know what that you know what that dude gets for for Christmas from Santa? He gets a fucking magnifying glass so his wife can find his packer. That's that's what that guy gets. <laughs> he gets a Dairy Queen blizzard. <laughs> he gets a Dairy Queen blizzard. <laughs> Oh, fuck that guy. So, uh, you said you were looking at the Darwin Awards. I was looking at the Darwin Awards. Oh, why were you looking at the Darwin Awards? Well, um, I was listening to a podcast today, and uh, they were talking... They they have an end segment about having ridiculous news. And so, I was in this mood to find the pits of humanity today, because I thought that was the perfect way to kick off this new little mini project that we're doing with the worst that humanity has to offer and letters to Santa basically <laughs> so, I, I wanted I wanted to read one because um, I am setting up for something that's a conversation piece don't worry so this one is from June 2009 in North Carolina so within within two hours there's four inches of rain um, on on the road and several cars had been stranded. But this woman decided that this was a perfect opportunity to hop on her moped and go to the convenience store. Um, and so she, 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 uh, she told her mom that she was going to be fine because mopeds have rubber wheels. So even if she was struck by lightning, it'd be okay. Well, apparently she lost her license for using a, DW, a DUI two years previously, but mopeds aren't required to have licenses to drive. So what happened was the highway patrol had blocked off several roads that were inundated with water, including Roseanne's, and that's the person's name, allegedly, uh, path home. But she rode right past the officer in the barriers, lost control of her moped, and fell into the swollen creek. The officer retrieved rope from his vehicle and proceeded to haul her from the water. He interviewed the woman, probably wondering about her motivation for speeding through a roadblock during a flash flood. When the officer returned to his patrol car to call for backup, Roseanne took the opportunity to escape by jumping back into the creek. 
<laughs> the victim's mother speculated that her daughter's motivation for jumping into a flooded creek was to rescue her drowning moped. She really loved that thing. <sighs> that was that was my that was one of my favorite ones when I was reading it. So here's here, here's the setup, Paul. Okay. This is sort. This is sort of, this is sort of like uh, civilization. So you, you are you're playing God. You've got one little dude. What's the dumbest way you can get this guy to die? Wow, that's a loaded question. It is a it is a very loaded question. <laughs> hmm. If you want, I'll go first. You go first. Okay. So. Here's my thought, right? Dude, dude, dude or dudette doesn't really matter to me. Work, works, works at a, works at a printing press company, okay? And they get a little too close to the printing press, and instead of like get, grabbing a tie or something, like the paper comes down at such a rapid rate that they get all these paper cuts, and because there's so many thousands of them, they bleed out too fast to get to the emergency room. So I literally want to see a death by paper cut on the on on the uh, the local paper. That that was that was mine. It's not quite a Darwin per se, but that that was that was one I thought was a very interesting death. Yeah, I guess mine isn't. <clears throat> excuse me. I guess mine isn't quite a Darwin, but and it's actually kind of a true story, except the guy didn't die. Okay, so we're going to kill him in this scenario. Yeah. In this scenario, he dies. Dude talks in a movie theater, and the guy in front of him shoots him. <laughs> <laughs> because he won't shut up. You remember that story? That this no. guy in some freaking movie theater... Maybe it was local. Actually, now that I think about it. So, this guy, you know, he couldn't get the, the guy in back room to stop talking. So he goes out to his car, comes back, and then he shoots the guy. Because he won't stop talking during the movie. I've heard of people getting a beat down. <clears throat> I don't remember everybody getting shot. Yeah. This guy shot the guy. I think he only shot him in the arm. Because, okay. you know, that's okay. But, you know, it's like... And I don't remember the movie. That does. Uh, see, that's the important thing. And it was some shitty movie, too. I don't... Oh God. I know it was, like, some movie that's, like, really, was it that important that, that you had to shoot someone? Was the storyline that intriguing to you that you had to shoot someone because it, <laughs> it didn't okay. just a minute? It wasn't, like, Tron or anything. You know, I mean, I, <laughs> I was just thinking, okay, so he shot somebody because he couldn't see the end of Paul Blart Mall Cop? <laughs> it may this guy was talking like, not at the museum or some shit like it was that something ridiculous <laughs> I mean you know, let's be honest Paul if somebody was talking during Gran Torino I might I might have shot somebody <laughs> I mean but I, I, I can I, I mean I get mad and you know I'll say shh or whatever but you know I, I won't shoot somebody because they won't stop talking okay let's be honest I'm not going to shoot anybody either <laughs> yeah you are you are a violent person Tim well, maybe if I had one of those carbon shiting things, I would take my pop, my popcorn thing. And just, boom! You just convert your popcorn to a, a milk jug firing contraption. Carbon shooter, yes, that's right. That's right. I'll teach you to 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 fucking earn the water boy, asshole. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Oh, that sort of moves us into our our next little mini topic, which is general movie malaise so 
we were talking about movies in general, and and I kind of mentioned to you that I don't go to a whole lot of movies, and you asked me why. Yes, Tim. So, I'm, I'm very curious. Why? Okay, so so here's my thing. Okay, you go to, you go to a movie these days, and if you're going if you're going at like let's say a normal time like a Friday night, you're gonna spend nine bucks to go to the movie theater. Maybe more if it's one of these big stupid 3D crap flying at you kind of things. So you got nine bucks there, and then and you can't really go to a movie theater normally. And if I'm going to enjoy myself, I'm going to get a popcorn and a soda, right? But then Makes you got to get the then you got to get the stupid combo thing. So then you get the freaking milk duds or whatever, and then you spend another nine bucks. So that's eighteen bucks. Okay. If I if if I if I bring along wife unit, that's Thirty-six bucks, so that's almost double what I could buy the damn movie for in Walmart in six months, right? Yeah. So my thing is, I like that experience, but not enough to go to the movie theater for a piece of shit. You know what I'm saying? So like GI Joe, for example. So yeah, so absolutely, I would not have gone and seen GI Joe in the movie theater, but. I, you know, so, I, you know, once every three months, maybe, I'll go see a movie. Like Thor, I will be in line for Thor, and I will throw money at them until they let me in to see the guy with the hammer. <laughs> okay? That's one of those ones where it's like, absolutely. Well, like, there's good movies that I'll, I'll see, and they're like, that looks okay, but there's no way I'm going to pay, you know, 20 bucks to go see it. So it's yeah. kind of a price point thing with me. If I could pay the same amount and then own it six months from now, that's kind of why. That's kind of my, eh, do I really have to see it now kind of thing. And I know you and Aaron are both kind of movie people, so maybe you can take it from the other side. To a certain extent. I, I, I don't know. If, I mean, Aaron goes to some movies. You know, he goes to the big geeker movies. Geeker. That's a new word. Geeker. Invented on Funny Books Unlimited, episode one. Um, it's when Beaker takes a highball. He is a geeker. <laughs> he is a geeker. Um... <laughs> so you know Tron you know you were talking about price see yours is, seems more specifically based on price and quality of movie like I went and saw Tron and do you know how much I paid for a single movie ticket to see Tron how much 16 fucking dollars no yes <laughs> each ticket I paid 16 dollars and I live in Virginia. Now, I don't live in New York or, or you know, some big-ass city. I live in Hampton Roads, Virginia, and the shit cost me $16. And, you know, that, that rakes... You know, I mean, that, that's freaking ridiculous. But, luckily, one of the local movie chains... Actually, both of the local movie chains. We have an AMC and Regal movie chain. And they both offer certain days during the week, weekdays, where all showings are $5. That's legitimate. And, you know, shows before noon on the weekends are typically like 5 bucks too. Now, I, we have cheap, cheap theaters here. But the cheap theaters, what the, the way they, they keep the cost down is they'll get the movies basically when they come out on, on DVD. So... You know, if I yeah, we have that too. I mean, we have a, a cinema cafe, which show, which is still showing like fucking Toy Story three that came out on DVD back in October. 
Right, basically. So, you know, if I wanted to, if I wanted to get away with spending 10 bucks for me and my wife to go to a movie, we could. Like, we saw Despicable Me that way, where we, we spent less than 10 bucks to go to the movie and got popcorn and all that jazz. Yeah. Well, I mean, that, was, it, that was legitimate. Yeah, I mean, we can go to the movies for 20 bucks, roughly. You know, I mean, we can't get a large popcorn and soda unless we have a coupon. But, you know, we go to two five, we get two $5 tickets that's not seeing it digitally or fucking in 3D or IMAX or rumbling seats or ass plugging anything. You know, I mean, it's, it's just a regular projected movie. Okay. Now, you know, so five bucks, you know, I mean, so I, I, I love the movie going experience. Love the movie going experience. I love going to a movie theater. I love sitting in the seats. I love getting the popcorn, smelling the popcorn, watching the movie on the big screen. You know, I, I really love it. But I fucking hate people. <laughs> people, other people in the movie house. Like, if I could go and there would be no one in the movie house every time I went to the movies... It would be a beautiful thing, a beautiful thing. But it, there's always, a, you know, if there's one other person in the movie theater, that person's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> if there's two other people in the movie theater, at least one of them is an asshole. There is at minimum one asshole in the movie theater at all times. And if you don't see any other assholes in the movie theater, you are the asshole. There is at minimum one asshole who brings their kid. You know, they're they're two year old in the in the stroller to the R rated ten PM showing of eight millimeter. Or, you know, fucking you know, sits on their cell phone or, you know, talks through the entire movie. There is at least one asshole in every movie showing that has more than than one person in it. <laughs> I mean, seriously. And because of that, I mean seriously, there and it's just so frustrating. That, you know, I go to the movie, I spend my, you know, $10, $20, $16, whatever the hell I pay for the movie tickets, and there's one asshole that ruins the movie for me. And it's so frustrating. Because it's like, you know, why, like, it blows my mind that people pay as much as they do for movie tickets. Like, hey, I'm going to pay $12 to see a movie on opening weekend. I'm going to talk through the movie. I'm going to pick up myself in the middle of the movie. I'm going to show up a half hour late. I'm going to get up six times during the movie. And I'm not even going to pay attention to the movie because I'm talking to the person next to me the entire time. Why would you do that? I don't have that kind of disposable income. Well, I'm all for showing up a half hour late because you'll still you'll still have two trailers left to sit through. <laughs> I like the trailers. I like the trailers. Not the commercials? <laughs> no, I don't like the Coke commercials and... You know, I have the fucking secret formula of Coca-Cola and, <laughs> you know... Let's go to the lobby. <laughs> you know, and the, and the Sprite commercials and, you know, the Sprite commercials with the guy rapping who turns into the robot and all that shit. You know, I, I can skip the commercials, but I like the trailers. So I'm going to pay... Six, you pay $16 to sit there and watch three goddamn commercials that they fuck, they, they fucking... You know the movie the movie piece has got money to fucking put that shit in there. Ugh. Listen, <laughs> let me tell you, if sixteen dollars, somebody should be castrated, okay? Because <laughs> here's the thing, I understand the whole, you know, five dollar popcorn bullshit. You know, I get that. That's where they make their margin. 
you know? I don't like it, but if I don't like it, I don't have to buy popcorn. I get it. That's fair. But to make me sit in a movie theater, you're gonna you're gonna charge fucking ten bucks? Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's ridiculous. You know, and I get you know, I get that people gotta make money, and if I wanna see the two hundred million dollar production of fucking I keep cussing a lot. But you know, of you know you know, Tron. I, I keep coming back to Tron. But I enjoy Tron. But Tron costs like three hundred million dollars to make. So, you know, they gotta make their money. And I get that. I get that they have to make their money. But movies are expensive. And I am literally... Tron is about the only movie I think I've seen in the past couple of months that I pay full price for. I just don't pay full price for movies. Like, I have a buddy of mine who I go to the movies with sometimes. And if he says... If he's really excited about a film... He'll say, let's go Friday night. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Let's go on Tuesday night. It's 40 cent wing night at Keegan's, and then we can pay $5 for the movie. <laughs> you have 25% chance of having less less than three assholes instead of going on a fun the fucking opening night where every jackhole is going to be there. Exactly. The number of assholes is exponential to the number of people in the theater. <laughs> the number of days since opening. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If there are 500 people in a 500-seat theater, there are at minimum 50 assholes in that theater. At minimum. <sighs> I just can't do it. You know. So, I mean, I, I find that I, I see less and less movies. I mean, it took me... It takes me a couple of weeks to see movies nowadays, and I used to be the opening weekend kind of guy. And again, I come back to Tron Legacy. That was probably the last movie I saw on opening weekend. Um, I think that was probably the last movie I saw in theaters. And you're talking to a guy who used to go to the theaters at least once or twice a week. At minimum once or twice a week. You know, there was fucking You Got Mail in theaters, and I'd see it just because I love going to the theaters, you know? It's like, oh, there's... hard on for Meg Ryan, dude. It's like, you know, God, there's nothing playing, but, you know... I'm sure we could see this, you know, new movie with Michelle Williams and Paul Rudd or some stupid romantic comedy or some drama. I'll see whatever. Just take me to the movies. Let's just get out of the house and go do something. You know, now it's like... What's on Netflix? Yeah, exactly. It's like, what Blu-rays do I have that I, that I, that I haven't opened? You know, I just saw The Social Network the other day on... Uh, on DVD for the first time, and I loved it. I loved it. I'm like, why didn't I see this movie in the theaters? I'm like, oh yeah, because who gives a fuck? There's not like big explosions, car chases, special effects. It's a drama, and I can see it at home, and I don't have to deal with at least one asshole in the movie theater with me. And if you fans want to hear more about The Social Network and Paul's review, you can see it on ideologymanist.com. I'm a company man. Boom. Boom. Look at that. That's awesome. There you go. But yeah, no, it, it's a it's a price point thing for me, and it's also a quality thing, because like I said, even the ones, even the cheap theaters, it's got to be something I'm really jazzed for. And I know that um, the last one I think I went to on opening night was maybe I don't know, it's, it's either Spider-Man three or it was uh, Lord of the Rings: Return of the King. Yeah, I I, I literally think Tron was probably the only movie in months. I mean, I, I saw Scott Pilgrim on opening day, and I saw The Expendables on opening day, but I saw, like, the 2 p.m. showing of The Expendables, 
and then I saw like the 7 p.m. showing of Scott Pilgrim, and they how had like mind, how could your mind wrap your brain around both those movies? <laughs> liquor, but yes. <laughs> a lot and lots of liquor before the Expendables, in between the movies as well, and uh, I was like, oh my god, it's the best movie ever! I need the Expendables on Blu-ray. And then it came out on Blu-ray. I'm like, you know what? Maybe I'll have someone else buy it for me. <laughs> Merry Christmas. It's a really good movie for an action movie. I, I really, I, I did enjoy that one. And that was one I did go to the movie theaters for. I mean, I could got, not see that in the movie theater. It's, it's, I'm a Sylvester Stallone guy, so I gotta go. If you have testicles and you did not go to that movie, you should, you should, give, you should send in your man card to Sylvester Stallone. It'd be like, I really did. up. <laughs> that totally didn't make sense to me, but it was funny nonetheless. That's a direct quote, by the way. Your your neck, your 2012 uh, California Governor uh, Sylvester Stallone, because he should totally do that. It should start a run of action figure governors in California. He could be a governor of Virginia. Yeah, but... <laughs> <laughs> pay seventeen dollars to see the Expendables two in IMAX three D. Ugh. Yeah. What? What the hell, Paul? It's <laughs> <That's> awful. <laughs> it's awful. But I mean, you know, it's not like I don't think that the quality of movie is is worse or anything. It's not that. I think there's just as many good movies now as as there was, you know, when I was younger. Yeah, I mean, despite remakes and sequels and all that stuff, I gotta be honest, there's a ton of great stuff in the theaters now. I gotta say, one of my favorite movies of 2010 was The A-Team. I loved that movie. Loved it. I know, I'm not, and I'm not ashamed to admit it. But, you know, but I, you know, I just, it's not the quality of the movies that is keeping me away from the movie theaters. It's the quality of the movie goers that is keeping me away from the movie theaters. I love that they have to tell you to turn your damn cell phone off every single movie before the movie. Yeah. And I love that people still don't. I mean, that's just, like, seriously. I mean, I really don't care if your time isn't valuable to you, but my time better be valuable to you. Because that's some shit. I don't know. I'm not the type of person that would necessarily stand up and get all pissy, but someday, someday, man. Someday, Tim's going to get up and he's going to shoot the guy behind him when he goes and sees Night at the Museum 3 and Night at the Roxbury. Curly gold. (laughs) He's going to shoot the person behind him. I will will have my pre-packed carbide shooter that's, that's like fist size. So just in case. When you go to see Machete 2 Electric Boogaloo. Machete (laughs) 2. You're going to stab the guy behind you. I will shoot them, and instead of a little metal metal, uh, milk carton top, I will shape a fist. (laughs) So, (laughs) So... You said you had something you were raging about. Obviously, even more so than movies. Yeah, it's kind of weird that we will go from a from a movie rant to the the uh, the capper for the night, the ragey red rant. <laughs> the ragey red rant. I'm I'm, I'm excited about this. I want I want right. to listen to Tim's rant. Okay. 
so so he, he, here's here's the deal, people. All right, everybody listening. Why the why the fuck can't people drive in the winter? Like seriously, for reals, what the fuck? Okay, and it's not just it's not just I'm not just yelling at the people in the south because they closed down everything in the goddamn fucking state because they get an inch of stone. That's bad too. No, I'm talking about these 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 cocksuckers all that think that because they have an SUV they can drive 60 miles an hour in fucking two feet of snow. Oh, I've got a sports utility vehicle. I'll be fine. I got four wheel drive. Well, eight numb nuts. If you're going 60 miles an hour, your four wheel drive probably isn't fucking on. Otherwise, your your eight miles to the gallon is probably going to be more like two. Okay. And second of all, it's not going to help you if you put your car on its fucking roof if all four wheels can fucking move independently. <laughs> on its roof. I, I, uh, I swear to God, Paul. And, you know, I, I live in Wisconsin, and people here, pretty decent about it, but you still get some idiots, like I said. They have their SUV, they'll go way faster than they should, and then you you pass them up three miles down the road, idiots in a ditch. Okay? It's fucking snow. Slow the hell down. You will get where you need to go, 20 minutes later than you maybe would have. But you'll at least get there without having a tow bill, bending your fucking front axle and all this other bullshit. And oh, by the way, if you close down school because there's it's just no, you are a pussy. Okay? <laughs> Seriously, Southern US WTF. Well, well I, I, you know, we kind of, uh, Virginia, we don't get a ton of snow. And when we get snow, it's like, Oh my God, the world's over. But you know, we had uh, like 13 inches of snow recently, mm-hmm. and so everything shut down. Snow. Every you know, everyone's calling around on Sunday. Oh my God, you know, fucking sky is falling. The world's gonna explode. It's the apocalypse. Look for the zombies. You know, oh my God, and you know, then everything shuts down. Everything shuts down, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I am not going to work tomorrow. It is too dangerous. I am not going to work tomorrow. Then work shuts down, and then people go to the mall. And it's like, fucking seriously? It's like the dude at 7-Eleven can make it to his, can make it to 7-Eleven because you want a Slurpee in the 20-degree weather. But it's, it's like, if you're not, if, if you think it's too dangerous to be on the road, it's too dangerous to be on the road. Don't go driving to freaking, you know, a movie theater or the mall. Just stay home. You know, that, poor, I, that poor schlub at the gas station that has to be there so that you can get your gas to power your eight mile per eight mile per gallon fucking SUV bullshit, so that you can go to the mall because you can't go to your 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 hundred thousand dollar a fucking year job because there's snow on the ground. That seems whack, yo. <laughs> <sighs> I feel a little better now. Do you feel better now? A little bit better. Between letters to Satan and the ragey red rant, I think I feel better. Anything you want to rant about, Paul, or should we call this a, a, an episode? I think we are going to call this an episode. And you know what? We This is going to post on ideologyofmanness.com, in case you're listening through iTunes, through the feed or whatever. Um, <laughs> you know, so you know, if you have comments on what you would like to talk us to talk about on a future episode of FBU, I'm going to call it FBU, and that shit's going to stick. <laughs> and um, 
you know, put, put it in the show notes. And if you have something for the inaugural issue or the inaugural posting, whatever, of Letters to Satan, put it in the show notes too, and you'll make the first issue of Letters to Satan. You don't get a free pitch for it, but we will taunt and mock you. Yeah. More so than it's like. kind of like being a funny books host, only without listening to yourself. Yeah. They so, will be not be protected to, to, for the innocent, but no one posts under their real name anyway. I'm looking at you, Jim Brown. I'm looking at you. Jim Brown, Wit Jen, IOM Tolly, sons of bitch! <laughs> so, for Paul and uh, any other funny books host that might be on from here on out, we're signing off. Podcast theme music graciously provided by Mark Andrew Pope. For more information, visit markandrewpope.com. Funny Books with Aaron and Polly is a production of ideologyofmadness.com. No Spider-Man clones were harmed in the production of this podcast.